know who you are. You're the attorney whose family they killed. Not they. My father. And now you hunt them. Adios. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to See What Remains. This is episode 259. I'm Mark, he's Mike. In the midst of summer. Yeah. Do you believe it's basically late July? No. It's so fast. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I have a vacation next week. I'm going somewhere pretty cool. I'm going to Las Vegas. And I was, I was telling my wife about this just today. And I was like, I don't feel like it's real. I'm not excited for this trip. It's not that I'm not excited to go. It's that I don't believe it's next week. Yeah. So I haven't done any of that like mental like, oh, I'm going to Vegas next week. Yeah. I haven't thought. I haven't. I haven't played a hand of electronic blackjack. You gotta do some practice. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where some trunks are. No idea where those are. You, you gotta find your trunks. Yeah. Oh, my sunglasses broke last week. Oh fuck. The frame broke. All right. I got my new. Let's prioritize yeah. this here. I think number one. Blackjack practice. <laughs> yeah. Two, I think it would probably be sunglasses. Because if you can't find your trunks. Yeah. And let's say you let's just say you forget your trunks. Uh-huh. It's cool. You can just wear shorts. You're gonna take shorts. Yeah. You know, you I'm gonna take shorts. shorts. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know? Sunglasses? Sunglasses are a must. You need those. Yeah. You need those for everything now. I need them now. You hear, but I definitely now. need them in the desert. Our, the last few days, we've been channeling our, our desert. Yeah. Our so, desert. I got a bunch of stuff I got to do, and it, it doesn't feel real, because I was like, oh, that trip's at the end of July, and it's still May. I, uh, the, the, the times I've been to Vegas, I, I buff up on my um, crafts rules. Yeah. Um, and etiquette. Yeah. And play practice blackjack. And that's about it. Everything else I just handled that before. Yeah, that's how I didn't do it. Just that four pack, hit up, go to the bank, get get some uh, cash. Yeah. Just you know, I need to be more cool about going on trips. Just like, just let it happen. Yeah. Just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Yeah. We'll take care of yourself. There's plenty of amenities down there. You know, if you got to, you can take a cab to a Walmart. Yeah, that's and true. Get you something. If you need to. Or you just walk to a Rite Aid. They probably got most of what you need. Yeah. So, yeah, that's next Saturday. I'm, I'm like T-minus 10 days, and uh, it hasn't hit me, though. You leave it on a Saturday? Leave it on a Saturday morning. Coming back Tuesday night. It's a good, it's a good time. It's a good time for a vacation. Three nights, four days. Yeah. Kind of get there early in the day. Leave kind of later in the afternoon. You feel like you get four full days. That later, that leaving later in the afternoon is an interesting one. Because yeah. to me, I, I think I would just be like, can I just get on plan and go? Ah. I, get to, I think I get to the point because I'm like, oh, what am I going to do in the morning? I don't want yeah. to get caught up in anything. We, uh, I don't want to get caught up in a, you know, like a mob hit. No, you don't do that. Or something that yeah. makes me miss my flight. Where if it's, I just wake up in the morning and go to the airport. Yeah. We're, we're taking like an 8 o'clock flight. 8 o'clock at night. Uh, it's nice because uh, other people will be there who are leaving after us. So we check out the hotel. We just drop our bags off. And then still kind of hang out and, like, go to lunch, do some more gambling. 
eat more, and then leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like to leave so early, because I never know, even though I don't drink anymore, really. Like, I, I drink beer, but I don't get, like, smashed hammered anymore. Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I don't go on enough vacations to Vegas. But in my mind, I go, I don't want a 10, 10 a.m. flight, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up at 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So a later flight always helps. Uh, this is super late. This is 8, 8 p.m. That is pretty late. I think like a noon, yeah. like a, a 10 a.m. to like noon time would yeah. be my prime time to get out of town anywhere I went. Yeah. But I haven't tried that late night yeah. thing. I Maybe like at 2 p.m. I think it's, you know, go have some brunch. Yeah, you get yourself a nice breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Play a couple of hands. You don't have to, you don't check out till 11. Yeah. So then you just check out and get on the cab. Yep, get in the cab, get there, play some slots there. Play some slots, airport slots, yeah. real good odds. Yeah. What you don't want to do is be in a weird limbo where you're no longer in the hotel and you got a long time for your flight and you're hanging out at airports because that, that's boring. <laughs> that's more expensive than hotels. Yeah, yeah. More and, expensive, less to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's next week. So, yeah, I got to gotta start brushing up on my, on my blackjack. Yeah. You hit on 16? Always. Yeah. And you got to find your philosophy. It's either you, you never or you always, but you got to stick to it. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been years. <laughs> years since I played. Depends what the dealer's showing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hot, though. It's hot. Did you check the weather down there? What's it, what's it going to be? We checked this morning. That was another thing. We're leaving in a week. I say... I haven't even checked what the weather's like. That's so how far out of my mind it well, is. Well, I mean, you know it's going to be hot, but yeah. how hot? So we looked, and this was about 8 a.m. this morning. It was 90 degrees. 90 at 8 a.m. At 8 in Vegas. Yeah. So, like, what's the highs? Uh, 135. That sounds about right. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably 105. 100, yeah. Triple digits? Oh, triple digits. If it's 90 at 8 a.m., yeah. it's triple digits. Let's see. I'm opening up weather. It's 90 degrees now, so says uh, my app. Um, in, in Vegas? In right Spokane. Now? Oh, in Spokane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm. It's comfortable outside. Las Warm. Vegas, Nevada. It is 106. Yeah, that's a, scre- that's a screamer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next Monday, so out of the uh, five-day forecast, a six-day forecast, uh, the high will be next Monday is 109. That's hot, but in, in Vegas it doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's a dry heat. Well, I mean, you, you you can spend so much time inside. Yeah. There's so much to do indoors. That's the whole, like, point of Vegas. If you're hanging out at the pool, well, who gives a shit? You're yeah. just laying there. Yeah. And if you want to go in the pool, go in the pool. I mean, I don't, because I don't get in unnatural bodies of water. Yeah. It may gross me out, but... Is that the opposite? I, I don't ever want to go into a lake. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I don't, I, and I used to, so lakes gross me I out. used to swim in pools a lot, I yeah. used to be a lifeguard at pools, Yeah. now I'm like, fuck that, I'd, I'd rather get in a lake or a river, uh, that natural mountain water. Yeah, you feel that weird, uh, that, that thing touch your leg, mossy stuff on rocks, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's gross. Something brushes your leg as yeah. you're floating out there. Oh, you don't like that, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a cool city to walk around in, that could be done at night. Yeah. Uh, and once you figure out how, thing, uh, if you're outside, it's night. What? Yeah. Once you have, you got. Once you figure out how things are connected, you got to find that uh, how to stay indoors as long as possible uh, 
uh, connection. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to do this out. It's going to take me a while. Let's get my bearings. Figure it out. Uh, you you got to explore that first day. See, uh, see what's that direction. See what's that direction. I don't know. <laughs> look over the horizon. How far away does that uh, In-N-Out burger look? You know, just go to the high ground. Get yourself a 360-degree yeah. view. Aside from there. Yeah, just peek it all. They were making... Oh, I guess they made Hangovers. I was going to ask if they ever made uh, sequels about movies that take place in Vegas. I guess we got uh, Vegas Vacation and sure, sure. Hangover 3. So I guess the... Uh, yeah, more people should go to Vegas. Shit, we might have to do one of those for next week. Take uh, you take just take a, any movie franchise when you're out three or four in, set it in Vegas. It's fun to be had with that. I think we got our movie for next week. What, are we doing Vegas vacation? Yeah. All right. I yeah. think we're doing. I think we should. I'm, I'm gonna write it down right now. Vegas vacation. All right. Yeah, I'll watch it. You know what? I enjoy vacation, so I'd like to watch that one. Preparation. Uh, what have you been watching that's not National Anthem um, Vegas vacation? What have I been watching? Um, Alright, hear me out. I rewatched Star Wars The Last Jedi. Okay. Is that the last one that just came out? Yeah. Okay. Um, not Solo, the one before. Right, right. In the... Uh, in the saga. In the saga. Rewatch that. Yeah. That movie's a pile of shit. We got... Uh, <laughs> There's some... After I got out of that movie the first time, I'm like, yeah, that was enjoyable. Yeah. This time, I'm like, there's like three parts that are enjoyable. Yeah. But overall, that movie is a heaping pile of shit. Yeah. Um, I just hate all movies these days. It seems that way. It's going. I don't know. What, what, what? If if you had to kind of give a, like, three bullet point why it was a pile of shit. Poe Dameron wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, I like that guy. He should be, like, the coolest yeah, guy. He wasn't cool anymore. He should anymore. be Nuhan. Um, Finn, and, Finn and Rose yeah. and the horse lizard oh, racing. Right. Yeah, whole, that boring. whole thing. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. And then um, probably, like, that whole Princess Leia flying out in space bullshit. Yeah. And no space battles. There's four bullet points for you. Other than the opening. The opening's excellent. Yeah. We got that. Poe Dameron is super cool in the opening. Yeah. What's he doing in the opening? He's, he, he's doing... He's talking to the general. He's floating there and he's like making fun of him. The, oh, okay. the Imperial general. He's yeah. like smart assing him yeah. to death. Yeah. God, it's just... What happened? Force Awakens was so good. So you'd say, if I, if I could summarize, characters, plot, performance, action, and the performances. Yeah. And whatever you would categorize the Princess Leia thing as. Yeah. Yeah, you need those in movies. If they cut out, if they just literally, if someone recut it yeah. without the Finn and Rose storyline, mm-hmm. that would that would save the movie for me. Oh, yeah. It's so unnecessary. It might save the movie for me. It would shave 40 minutes off. E- easily. That's yeah. two and a half hours, that movie. Yeah, it's a long one. Two and a half hours. Um, what else have I been watching? I don't... Yeah, I think that's... About all I can think of that I've watched, I watched. Oh, I watched uh, Lucky Logan. Okay. Um, I saw that last weekend. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Oh. Uh, review. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. Um. It was good. Yeah. I'll give it a good. 
I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, but you know, there's so many. Um, at any given time, there's only going to be like 40 movies you'd ever watch again. Yeah, probably. Because then you go, oh, I just watch some new. Oh, so I was thinking about, ever since we did the Evil Dead episode, I've been thinking about Bruce Campbell stuff. Yeah. And and uh, so I watched Bubba Hotep last okay. weekend. That movie holds up. That's when the top 40. Still fucking good. Not not say 40 greatest movies, just 40 rewatchable, like, I would yeah, watch that again. Absolutely. Yeah. And then other than that, like I've been wa- we've been watching Little Master Chef, you know, yeah, that kind of shit. Obviously. Summertime, summer yeah. viewing, yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, how about you? Uh, let's see. I watched uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Mm. First time ever seeing that. Uh, I still haven't seen that one. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I've been I've want I always wanted to watch that. Yeah. I started it once. Yeah. And got pulled away. That that one. It was on TV. Hmm. And I think I enjoyed so much of what I saw. In the so they opening. cut out all the, the violence and the nudity. <laughs> well, I think what I saw, I, uh, like the opening of that movie, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this. But yeah. it's on like FX or something. And then I'm like, and it cuts a commercial. I'm like, oh, this is too good to watch on TV. Yeah. I need, I, need this, I need to see this in full. I don't want these commercial cuts and shit. Mm-hmm. So I never went back. Yeah. Um, so I, I quit watching. All your negatives about uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. This, great performances. Meryl Streep, always top of her game. Oh, yeah. Stanley Tucci, scene stealer every time he's in it. Uh, Emily Blunt in her first movie, loved every time she was on screen. And Athlete, she's fine. She's going to take you from scene to scene. She's the lead. Uh, you know, I don't got to beef with Anne Hathaway. Maybe some people do. Uh, but I also don't love Anne Hathaway. Maybe that some others do. I'm uh, lukewarm on Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. She does fine in this movie. Um, it's about fashion. I don't know anything about fashion, really. I don't know anything about that world. I'm intrigued, though. Right. I'm yeah. in it. I'm in the journey with her. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up, you know, if you, if you want to call it a, a chick flick. You know, I'm a man. I enjoyed it. But as far as chick flicks go, this is one that super bros can sit down and enjoy. I've had that movie recommended to me by many a bros. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. Many a uh, bros have recommended it. Yeah. <laughs> many a bros. <laughs> they just put that on the, uh, the cover. <laughs> Recommended by numerous bros. <laughs> Many a bros. Uh, so watch that. Thumbs up. Watched uh, Game Night with Jason Bateman and oh, uh, yeah. Rachel McAdams. I that one. Uh, thumbs up. Oh, yeah, that Give one, that one a thumbs that up. One, that one got positive reviews. Yeah, so. funny. It's kind of uh, came and went. I think it came at a bad time. Yeah. It should have. They should have released it now. Now is a good time. Like, yeah, maybe right it wasn't right a now. summer release. It was early spring. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, because it's... It's fairly new to DVD rentals. So, yeah, it would have been spring, late winter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a good summer movie. Get out of the heat. Go see a comedy. Yep. Um, yeah, thumbs up. Jesse Plumpton, is that his name? From Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's great. He, he's so funny. I really like him. Yeah. He, he's not... He, he's playing a very, uh, like, you know, straight man mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and it's so goddamn funny. He, he is hilarious. I'll, I'll watch this guy do anything. Yeah, I need to check. I, I even liked him in uh, Made in America in his tiny little part. Yeah. That's <laughs> the sheriff. Um, he plays a cop in this one, too. Oh. Uh, just, you know, he's in the friend group of Jason Bateman. They use his game night. He's a cop. Uh, he's very funny as as, as his character. Uh, he's good. Jason Bateman. Funny guy. Always funny. Yeah, yeah. Rachel McAdams. She's good in it. Uh, coach from Friday Night Lights. Who's that guy? He's in it. Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler. I didn't know he was in it. Great, great show up because we're watching it. 
Jesse Plumpton shows up. My wife goes, hey, it's Landry. I was like, yeah, I love this kid. Coach shows up. I was like, we got a... Coach! We got Friday Night Lights reunion. Yeah. Where's Riggins? Yeah. Fuck. I Riggins thought... shows up. Oscar. I thought Connie Britton was in it for a second. I actually <laughs> I was, I was watching it. There's a woman in it. She's the British woman from that Amazon show Catastrophe. But for the first... She wasn't speaking, so I didn't hear her accent. I just, I'd ask, I was like, is that Connie Britton? <laughs> and then it was not Connie Britton. Because I was going to get really excited. Kind of like I was going to get excited when I thought it was Winter Soldier and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And it wasn't Winter Soldier. It turns Soldier. out it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> that it was just some, it was Steve Madden or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, so uh, saw two movies. Thumbs up on both. Nice. Oh, I uh, saw another one. Coco. The animated show. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? It's awesome. All right. Thumbs up on Coco. Right. Okay, Michael was going to say that. I was a Steven pile of shit. I was like, maybe you are too negative. No, maybe Coco's you good. Because that has like a, I don't know, that's like a 100% like approval rating by everybody. Coco's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just get. I don't know. When hype, when, when there's a lot of hype around me yeah. for something, mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck you, it's not that good. Yeah. I'm surrounded by Star Wars hype people. Yeah. I'm surrounded by Avengers vs. hype people. Yeah. And like Avengers vs. The movies individually mm-hmm. are 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 good. They're entertaining. They're really fun. Yeah. The whole cinematic universe is a heap of bullshit. It's it is so convoluted and stupid. Yeah. I can't even explain. But the movies individually, a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I mean outside of uh Thor 2. Outside of Thor 2. I think I've enjoyed every single one. Yeah, Thor 2. Thor 2 as, is... As an individual movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cinematic Universe, though. Everybody I mean, like, one. I saw Infinity War. I'm like, yeah, that was really cool. I'm yeah. glad I went. And then a week later, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm so pissed about this stupid universe you created and all these stupid things happening. But it's got everyone in it. <sighs> so that's the problem. Who do you like? He's in it. That's the problem. Except for Ant-Man. If you like Ant-Man, he's not in it. But outside of that, everyone you like, he's there. Yeah. 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 You know, you, you just gotta... And it sucks, as you said, uh, you're surrounded by Star Wars people and Avengers people. That's every movie. Yes, so, yeah. That is every movie. I don't know what else you're gonna watch. Every movie. And I think I'm kind of, I might be in the minority. I enjoy Solo. Okay. So I've I've seen that kicked around. Yeah, I enjoyed Solo. That Solo was um, maybe not because they Disney has put like uh, or they they've uh, they've not announced another Star Wars story, right? Um, and you see that's financial reasons. I mean, the movie it's weird how like the movie's gonna make didn't. A ton make of, enough money. It, wasn't, it, it yeah. wasn't what they projected, but I was still like, that's a shit ton of money. Yeah, shit like, ton of money. Yeah, but from what I've heard, I still haven't seen it, was that people were like, no, oh, no, this was, this was good. Especially, after, maybe it was after The Last Jedi. People were just, maybe they were ready to shit on Solo, and then were pleasantly surprised by Solo. Well, yeah, and I think Solo, you know, it suffered from all that production. Yeah. Holdups and weird rumors you heard and changing directors. Yeah. And, and I think that turned a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, I like I'm friends with some people that you put Star Wars in anything, they're like, yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And I'm like, I don't ever fault someone for liking a movie, yeah. even if I think it sucks. But I don't want someone to tell me I'm wrong because I think it sucks. Yeah. 
Like, and yeah, everyone watches movies different ways. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I I take each individual. I just go, was am I entertained? Um, sometimes all those hype movies, I just go, I was not, and uh, <laughs> that sucks because I was kind of looking forward to this. You got you, you caught me with a cool trailer, and I wanted yeah. I wanted to be on board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of hype trailers, sequels, and, and movies, Mike and I, we, we went back to the Cineplex again. This is like four out of our last ten. Been a lot of sequels popping. Been a lot of sequels, but a lot of us going to movies, buying popcorns, buying soda pops. Sitting sneaking in, in candy. Sneaking in candy. <laughs> you ever bought candy from the concessions? I have. Like on a couple occasions. Okay. It has been it's years. So expensive. Yeah. Like I don't like I know it take it costs them literally I think I read it cost them nine cents to make a large bucket of popcorn mm. and they sell it to you for eight bucks. Yes. But there's just something different to me about buying a four and a half dollar bag of popcorn than a four and a half dollar box of M and M's. You can also go to any store and buy M and M's for a dollar. I stop at the I stop at the Walgreens yeah. that's on the way to the theater I go to and those movie theater candies are, mm-hmm. are four for four for four dollars or a dollar each. Yeah. And I buy a pack of raisinets, put them in my pocket. You can't buy theater style popcorn. No, you can't. You really you can't, can't. Re- recreate it. No. You, and that's the thing, you really can't. The it, microwave stuff's not close. Like I, I do some stuff top popcorn. Um it's not it's, you, you, you they have their own oils and seasonings yeah. and the machine. I and, think if you have that machine you could do it. Yeah. But yeah, you can't. Air poppers, microwave, no, nothing, yeah. the Jiffy Pop, the Jif, yeah. none of that. Yeah, yeah, none of that can really hang. So, yeah, yeah, you're spending eight bucks, but that's the only place you can get that popcorn. Yep. Um, and, you know, soda, soda. What soda is soda. What are you going to do? Yeah. You got to drink a soda. You can't sneak a soda in. It's bulky. I need a little, I need a little caffeine. Yeah. I, took a, I took a Mountain Dew Kickstart in. Okay. To a movie. Yeah. That was good. I take a beer in the movie. What do you do? Time to time. In the sock? I'm just right in the front pocket. Okay. Or right. like a hoodie or something. Yeah. As I'm older, you know, I'm a man of... Or in the summertime, I'm cargo shorts. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of pockets. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of the cargo shorts. Now that I'm 32, I, I just need to learn that the people at the front of the movie theater do not care if I'm bringing anything in. They don't give a shit. They don't care. They do not give a I'm shit. I'm so nervous every time. When I saw the movie, we're about to... I'm going to unveil it soon. If you saw the title of the episode, you know, but we're going to tease it out a little longer. When I saw this movie, I went to Barnes & Noble's, I bought a book, went to the candy store, put a bunch of candy, bought like three things of candy, put it in my bag. Are you at Barnes & Noble, they give you, and they give you buy a paperback, and you're like, biggest bag, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Giant bag. Walk, and, and I'm going up there, I got my ticket in my hand, I'm shaking, I got a bag full of a, a book and some candy. <laughs> book and some, and some... They don't care. No. Theater 10. All the way back around the corner. That's all they ask. Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't care. It was the manager. There's plenty of people that buy candy. There's a person in a blazer telling me this. Yeah. Yeah. So my guy, we, we went back to the Cineplex. We snuck in our candy. We saw Sicario Day of the Soldado. 2018's... Sequel to 2015's Sicario. Nothing happened. <laughs> no sometimes. Uh, it's a movie starring Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, Benicio Del Toro, Daniel Kaluuya, directed by Dennis Um 
He did Arrival, Prisoners, Blade Runner 2049. He's got a nice little run going. Dust Sicario 2015, movie about uh, FBI agents who get assigned to a special task force run by uh, the CIA uh, who I don't, specialize in uh, cartel fucking up. Yeah. Sutterfuge? Is that the word? Yeah. It is. It's uh, sabotage, perhaps. Uh, turmoil. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a, it's a look into the violent battle between the U.S. and the Mexican cartels, and what lengths this particular team will go to uh, to to stop it. Yeah, some of it maybe makes you feel uncomfortable if you're Emily Blunt. Some of it you go, hey, this is the way it is. That's for you to decide. You go on this journey. Uh, smash it in 2015. I don't know anybody who saw this movie. They all watch Star Wars and Avengers. But the, of the people I do know who, who watch it, they love this movie. Yeah. I love this movie. I I saw it on DVD months later. Me too. Rented it. And I was like, this is the most intense thing I've ever seen in my life. I, didn't, I don't think I saw it until it was on like a streaming service. Yeah, Hulu or something. Netflix. Yeah. Um. Alright, thoughts of Sicario. Sicario. I'm gonna gush over the movie. I love Sicario. Sicario is a slow creep of haunting brilliance. Yeah. It's just it just it's amazing and you sift and you watch it and it doesn't hit you in the face, it seeps in through the pores. Oh, I like that. And when you're done, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. What a cool movie. You go on this journey, it's it is uh it's crazy intense. Just yeah, from the from the start, get-go. from the get go with the FBI. When you're introduced to FBI agents, Emily Blunt and Daniel Kaluuya, their introduction is crazy intense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she almost gets shot with that shotgun. Yeah, reveals the body. Oh fuck! Oh, the body's in the wall. The, in the, the wall. kidnapping, the explosives. You, then you meet Josh Brolin's character. He does things. Uh, he says a lot of cool things. He acts real cool. He's so casual. Yes. That is the brilliance behind his character. Mm-hmm. Is he is so casual. Yeah. It's amazing. About really dirty work. Yeah. I mean, I think that helps him cope. Yeah. It, I think it like... Crocs? At, it just like, as that person would mm-hmm. have to just not take, at least have the, you know, outwardly... Appear to be not taking this stuff too seriously because it's so fucking nuts. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, says so one Academy. Award. Love, the, love the line when we first meet him, and she talks. He talks about you're gonna join this this team. They're gonna fight the best cartels. They're gonna get the people truly responsible for the crimes that Emily Blunt's witness. And she asks, "What are we gonna do?" He says, "We're gonna overreact," and that's the movie. <laughs> it's just like. Man, yeah. But, you know, it's the weird, like, people say, well, what, I mean, it's just, it's a movie, but you watch it and it's like, these are bad guys. But do they deserve this? I don't know. I don't know. That's what you have to wrestle with. Yeah. So, it's announced, uh, it's announced after this movie, about a month after this release, that they're going to make a sequel. Uh, I didn't hear this news. I had no idea. No idea. Uh, I didn't know there was a sequel until a trailer hit YouTube earlier this year. Sicario. Day of the Soldado, 
showing Alejandro gunning a man down in the streets. With the, with the finger bolt? With the, with, with the finger, which is called uh, bump firing. <laughs> Had to look this up. Guy I'm friends with, he asks, uh, you know, Twitter question, goes, uh, has anyone in their life ever fired a gun like that? And I Googled it. I was like, this is apparently called bump firing. Um, it looks silly. And it also adds no benefit to shooting a man crawling on the ground. No, that was that was strictly for cinematic. Yeah, yeah, it was artistic. Yeah, it was an artistic choice to show his brutality yeah. against this person. All right, so the idea is what you you fire faster. There's no way that you can fire faster doing that. Yeah, than doing that. Uh, actually, maybe. Uh, yeah, I saw some YouTube clips. It's dumb. They say, and I was like, oh, the guy, the guy's on the ground. He takes time shooting him. Oh yeah, it was it was it was because it was cool. Yeah, it was totally because it's cool. Well. Audiences are torn if that's cool or not. A lot of people are like, that looks silly. <laughs> it just looks silly doing it. It, does, it does look, it did look silly to me. Yeah. That was by far the silliest part. It also looks, yeah, silly to me. I was like, I don't think it's as cool. Like, in, in their heads, it's like, he's going to say to the guy, he's going to pull off his mask. The guy's going to know who that is. He's going to say, adios. It was all in the trailer. He says, adios. And then, he's going to he's gonna fire his gun real fast with his finger. And they're like, that's going to be dope. That's the end of the trailer. And then half the people saw it. And they're like, that was a little silly. Let's go on this movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, thinking back on it, and, and, and um, now that we're talking about it, that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Oh, see, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's been turned. This is why we have the conversation. You don't know. Uh, you know, we talk, maybe you hate things. Maybe you like things. And then you talk it out, you go, you know what? Actually, I did like that. Or you I got to make that. Think about it. It's a movie. Yeah. That is what a badass motherfucker would do in a movie. Yeah. No? Real life, of course. And I know, like, it's a gritty, realistic yeah. kind of setting. Yeah. But come on, give, give them their blockbuster moment. Yeah. Can't, can't they have their Terminator 2 moment? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it would, like, he should have pulled out, like, a... Just like a gun that could do that for him. Just like, just kill the guy with a machine gun. Just like, right, just adios, just pull like an Uzi and just light the guy up. Uh, but you decide how you feel about that. Uh, it's announced there is a sequel. Sicario, Dan Soldado. Uh, it went under various name changes. Originally, it was just called Soldado. They had to tie it into Sicario, let people know we're watching the same thing. Yeah, that bums me out they did that. Yeah. I mean, the, the title's fine, but knowing that it should it was just going to be called Soldado. Yes. My Blu-ray shelf would look way cooler if I had a, a movie that said Sicario, the movie that said Soldado, and I'm assuming they're making a third one, whatever yeah. that would title that. Yeah, you cool got... as fuck. That, that, yeah, right, that's how they had it in their mind. When the and, guy wrote it, go, the sequel will be called Soldado, and then they signed off that, yeah, we'll call Soldado, and then... I mean, I get... Whatever reason they had to change it, it's like, oh, we have to tie it in. I, I get why they did it. Yeah. You or I mm-hmm. would have saw the trailer and be like, oh. Yeah, we would have known. We would know. But there are a lot of people that wouldn't have. Yeah. Wouldn't have put two and two together. People Mike and I hang out with go, what's the collector from uh, Infinity War doing shooting <laughs> this guy? Is this another Avengers movie? Or, what is the smuggler from Star Wars? <laughs> why does he? Why is that not a space blaster? Yeah. I'm confused. Should they have called it Soldado a Sicario story? <laughs> Put it after. Put it after Soldado. 
so the movie, uh, it, it is set up as a, as, a, as a trilogy. It's written by Taylor Sheridan. He wrote Scaria, he wrote Soldado. In his mind, this is uh, a trilogy of movies. Although, he refers to it as an anthology. Not necessary story to, like, three to make a complete story, but three individual stories about the same team of people. Um, this one directed by uh, Stefano Salima. Only his second movie. His other one was an Italian film. Uh, they bring back Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin. Uh, and this, this movie focuses on, on their unit. You don't have FBI agent Emily Blunt being brought in to bring us, the audience, into this world. We're just in this world. Yeah, that's the thing with the first one is, yeah. is Emily Blunt, great actress. Yeah. She, was, she, was, like, she was like the surrogate for the, the audience yes. in that whole thing. Like, she knows as much as we do. We yeah. learn along the way with her. She asks the questions we want to ask. Yeah. Um, we didn't have that character in this film. This one, and, and that, that, that was a choice. Yeah. By both writer and director. Is they, they say they didn't need, uh, they referred to her as a moral compass in the movie in okay. the, for the audience. They don't want that in this movie. They just like, they throw you in there. Here's Alejandro. Here's Matt. Here's that guy with the mustache. Uh, you forgot was in the first one. At least I did. He's there still. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to fuck shit up. This time, uh, the cartel are smuggling people, which the U.S. may look, uh, is looking at as possible uh, terrorist connections. They send Matt and Alejandro's team to go and fix the situation. The best way to do that is to start a war between the cartels, which involves kidnapping a cartel's daughter. Um... And from there, now those tough questions that we had as an audience, they're facing themselves. Uh, Sicario Dan Saldana. What did you think of this movie, picking it up three years later? Loved it. Instantly. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It, it, it maintained that kind of slow creep hauntingness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Effective, effective moments, effective drama. I think Mike adds instantly because he knows I may have said on the podcast it took me two days sitting with it I think so haunting uh, that I sit with it and then I just didn't know like the last 20 minutes of the movie did I enjoy that was it uh, did it make sense and there's still questions about it I don't know how much is Alejandro in control how much is it uh, just like one is it entertaining the last 20 minutes I agreed it was after you know, I sat with it, I was like, no, that was good. And then it was just, it's, I think I was just so taken back by the actions of the last part of it that I left the theater. I was like, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> uh, but it's effective. It, it kind of still holds that same yeah. intensity. That that seeping pores of adrenaline around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I think we said last week that we're just going to give spoilers. Yeah, I think so. From here, you can turn it off. Go see yeah. Scario if you don't. Um, so, the last part of the movie. So, Alejandro, so from here on out, we're just going to talk Sicario, Deus Saldado. Alejandro, he's the one who has the, the moral uh, questioning now. Because he's asked to uh, essentially assassinate the daughter of a cartel member when their plan doesn't go as well as they thought it was going to go. The U.S. is like, we're out, clean up the mess. Well, I don't... Well, he, he... 
I don't think he was aware of that. Well, Matt tells him on the phone, and then he tells him. Uh, but that's after he goes out on the rescue. After, after on his own. Yeah. 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 So like he went out on his own to get her. To yeah. But yeah, then and then yeah, sometimes that's like in their connection. Yeah, Matt's like, you know, no loose ends. Yeah, or whatever, however he puts a, it. And they and they don't have to explain that to each other. They know what that yep. means just by a couple. And minutes. I think he says, "I can't do that." And Matt's like, "I know." Yeah. All right, and then they're just like, both are in agreement. Hey, just do. Each of us are going to do what we got to do. That's right. Um. So he knows that the CIA's team is going to kill this girl, or or wants her dead. He's trying to smoke her back across the border because once she's on U.S. soil, they can't kill her. Couldn't pull it off, yeah. yeah. So couldn't get away with it. Yeah. So how are you with the last the last twenty minutes of that movie? I I think it's You're good. In? It's, it's a, a good journey. It's a major. It's a major directional change. Yes. In the story, and then both both the, the two main characters have both have redeeming moments. Yes. Which. I think is is very important, especially if you were going to look at it in context of the series, one movie deep so far. Yeah, to give those guys some redemption who are really cold blooded, cold blooded, but in duty, the first but duty bound. Yeah, like I mean, there's all kinds of moral arguments you can have yeah. on whether doing your duty as ordered for your country is morally right or wrong. Right. And that's been part of the first one. Because you know, I mean, yeah. one's like, well, what is justice? It's, and they're yeah. just like, hey, we get the job complete. This is yeah. this is the mission. Right. Th- this one, they both kind of have the both have given orders. Matt giving orders to Alejandro, Catherine Keener giving instructions to him, and both kind of in the second one have to like fight with it. Yeah. And so think about the, the, then the part I was confused about: why does Alejandro put the tracker in her shoe, knowing that Matt and his team want her dead? Does he just believe that Matt's going to do the right thing? He put it in the shoe. Because yeah. he can't track it. That's what he tells her. He says, it's in case we get lost, but... I think... Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. I think... I, I mean, I, I think because that's maybe your only chance. Yeah, if something happens to him, yeah. at the very least, we're giving Matt the opportunity. Yeah. Because that would be her only chance. That's if something it, yeah. happened to him and and they couldn't find her, she would be dead. She yeah. It's a okay. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's really just a this it's a, this. It's a last case. It, last case. Flip of the coin. Yeah. But I got to give her a chance to live. It, yeah. It'll be in Matt's hand at that point. Right. And that's how it ends up. Okay. Thinking that way, you know, I do like the ending. Uh, though I will say, so we we brought this back when Beauty and, or not back when we were talking um, Jurassic Park. Kind of doing a, a worst scene, favorite thing, least favorite thing. Uh, I'll just start off my least favorite thing. That the kid, I, not the not the daughter, the coyote. Um, the, I the whatever that ending's the, supposed to be. The young kid that's being initiated yes, into the cartel. The cartel. Whatever that ending's supposed to be, I don't like it. I I don't I don't know what Alejandro sees in that kid to make him a Sicario. I'm hoping that door closes and he kills that kid. That's what I'm rooting for. Well, I think... I, I think he sees as a, this kid, like... He stepped up and he's like, yeah, I'll kill this guy. Yeah. But he sees him as a young person that maybe he can 
wrap his fingers around and, yeah. and deploy for his use yeah. against the cartels. Uh, that door closes and there's some water. I loved it. On. I love yeah, that part. I I I, I, uh, I think part of it was was the kid himself. Uh, I just didn't like his face. So this kid looks like such a punk ass kid. <laughs> like the actor they chose. I was like, I don't. This kid just seems like the worst. Yeah, he's an actor. Uh, but as he was portrayed, I, yeah, I, I just really disliked him. And he fucked everything up for Alejandro, who, who we're rooting for. Uh, through it. Uh, did you have something that you didn't like? It was going to be the finger gun, and then you talked yourself into it. I, I like the finger gun now. Um, and it could be a scene, it could be a plot, character. It's probably, I, did, I don't, I, I can't buy um, Catherine, Catherine Kinnear. Uh, yeah, Catherine Keener. Catherine Keener. I don't. I can't buy her in that role. I just anytime she's on yeah. screen, I can't take her seriously. What does she play? She plays uh, some sort of politician. Yeah, some, yeah, some sort of secretary, she, okay. assistant to the Secretary of Defense, or yes. something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but I just don't. Her as an actress, I don't see her in a role like that. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen Forty Year Old Version too many times. I yeah. think is why I can't buy that. Yeah, just she doesn't put off the the. I don't perceive her as a person of power. Mm. Um, it's her voice. I think okay. part of it. I don't hate her voice, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, she does this really cool um, yeah. fictional podcast, oh. and she plays this, like, character that, like, worked for the government, this secret scientific experiment thing. Oh. Poe Dameron's in it. Fictional podcast. I was like, so it's not real? No, it's a... But it's, like a it's like a show. It's, like yeah. A, a radio show. Yeah, it's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And but she's very good in that. Yeah. But it's because she is powerless. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't like her. I didn't like her character. What about? I don't know if it was her performance or her character. I'm not as sure. the hypnotizing mom from Get Out. Oh yeah, I liked her in that. She's someone I I, I uh, yeah I liked her in that. Yeah, she is like a, as a comedic actress, but uh, I'm sure if you probably looked at her roles, she probably has just as many like dramatic roles. But yeah. I probably just haven't seen enough of them. And um. I, was it? Um, there wasn't put, a whole lot about this movie I didn't like. Yeah, who's Secretary of Defense in this one? Is that Matthew Modine? He was the Matthew Modine played the. Was he POTUS? No, I think he was. Uh, so he was Secretary of Defense. I think he was Secretary of Defense. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. Now that's just the evil guy from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks evil like scientist. Yeah, he just looks like that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, they're really... I mean, if, you, if you're a fan of the first Scario, this really follows a lot of the beats. Other, other than just not having, uh, like, that Emily Bunt character. It's, it's really kind of like the first one. Just take that out. It's like, all right, well, now you're just kind of following these guys who, um, character-wise, are, are the same. But yeah. but grow in this one. I would like to see like her reprise that role if there is a third one. A third one? I would like to see that role rep- reprised. Yeah. I think it could be very interesting to... to to bring that character back into the fold, mm-hmm. see where that goes. Yeah, maybe she's maybe she's had it had enough of the FBI bureaucracy and the red tape, and she's like, you know what? There is a way to get shit done. Sign it up. Sign me up. CIA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she calls Matt. Looking for a job. Do you have a, a favorite scene, character, plot point from this movie? Mm-hmm. They're all so good. Mm-hmm. Love, I love, I love Matt. Was it Mercer, Decker, whatever his name is? Yeah, Matt something. I love Josh Brolin's character. 
Um, guy's just killing it this summer, huh? He's doing well. He's he's having a good. He's in every movie. He's having a good summer. That's out right now. Um, I think I think I think my favorite scene was when um, Isabella is in the principal's office. Oh, that's, that's a very good scene. And basically says, "I know you're the principal, but you can't fucking touch." Yeah. Me. Because of who my father is. Spell I me. love that. Spell me if you want. I thought yeah. that was awesome. I think it tells you everything you need to know about that character. Yeah. Conflicted about what her dad does, but also knows what her dad does and the power that that wields. Yeah. Not, uh, not scared to, to, yeah, leverage that. Yeah. Uh, I like to say, mine probably has to be uh, the convoy, the the, the, the ambush. Uh, it's so well done how you do it. It, it, it remind, it's, it's the bridge scene in the first one. Yeah. Except turned up like... You know something's going down. They know something's going down. They're on edge. They're trying to figure out where it is. You under, you hear something coming from the east, co- coming from the right, and then all of a sudden that turret gun turns around from the lead car. And just like the, the, the way it shot your vantage point, looking through the windshield to seeing the turret just turn around on them. Uh, that was awesome. And also how cool, like, that no panic. Yeah. No panic. They like, were. How are we going to get out of this? Yeah. Let's get out of this. Prepared for some sort of... Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, everybody just kind of... The helicopter scene was super dope. I really love helicopter scenes in movies, especially yeah. if they're flying low on the deck. Yeah. I'm like, that was cool, like, putting that chopper down in front of those cars. That was cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Very, very intense. So, they're making a um, a sequel. They are? It's, it's greenlit? Well, um... Oh, there's a planned sequel. I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's been greenlit now. Um, I hope so. Yeah, where do you want to see it go? Do we need to bring Emily Blunt back? Do we need to see what happens with that kid? I'd like to see. I'd like to see Emily Blunt come yeah. back, and I and yeah, I'd like to see what happens with that kid, even Ale- if it's just brief. Like Alejandro and Matt patch things up. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Alejandro can. I don't think he harbors any like. Yeah. There's no vengeance. The kid did what he had to do. The kid did what he had to do. Yeah. The other kid couldn't do it. Got his shit, shit killed. Yeah. Alejandro, he sees the strength in this kid. That's yeah. the thing. He, he doesn't harbor any, you know. Yeah, he shot him in the face. No, I mean, but, but, but are Matt and Alejandro cool? Matt was like, well, we may have to kill him. Oh, Matt and Alejandro, not Alejandro and the... Yeah, not Alejandro and the kid. Oh, yeah. No, I think they're cool. Yeah. They, they know. They're yeah, they're, just like, they're, they're cool. They're prof- that's the thing. They're so professional. They're professionals, yeah. Um, would a movie work? No Alejandro. Just just like there was no Emily Blunt. Because he's not... He gets recruited by Matt and his team. So mm-hmm. the way I, I get it, Matt, guy with mustache, their crew, that's a team. And then he brings Alejandro in to certain missions. He needs a guy to do some dirty work for him. Yeah. yeah. When you can lure... Alejandro and say, we're going after this cartel. This is a chance for revenge for you. You can get him in because he's going to take care of it. Third movie, no Alejandro. It's Matt and his team. But doing... I would absolutely watch that. Yeah. Uh, I'm very intrigued by that. I, 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 I just... I think maybe the reason I love like 13 hours so much, but just any movie where it's just like, it's military, um, they're the best. Mm-hmm. And just like taking care of shit out, out, of, a, out of a Humvee. Yeah. Or like a Black Hawk Down or something like that. It's yeah. kind of like that too. Yeah. I I, I, I I think there's so many ways they could go with the Sicario-verse. 
<laughs> you could just do Alejandro in a third movie and not even need Matt. Maybe I, references to Matt. My my biggest yeah. fear is that it's going to be a Matt has to go get Alejandro or vice versa uh, kind of situation where they become enemies, and uh, I don't want that. Like There's, the Hunted with Benicio del Toro and Timely Jones. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want that. I don't want them to be adversaries. Yeah, whether chosen or not, because they're so badass together. Well, especially because the way this one ends, they were adversaries. Alejandro understands what Matt had to do, and then at, in the end of it, Matt saves the girl. Yeah. And so I was like, well, why would it be any different in a third movie? He has to go hunt Alejandro. He kind of already had to do it. Let whatever happened to him happen to him. Like, they didn't interfere in that. But then when it, but when they took the girl, that's when he was like, all right, we're just going to go in. That's taken care of. With this, like, glad it wasn't us. And then just go down there and, uh, but at that point he's like, so we know Matt would do, or, you know, we, we have an assumption that Matt necessarily doesn't follow everywhere. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think that would work. I'd like to see. It would stress me out. More cartel fighting. Yeah. They've, um, in this movie, whoever the main cartel, the, the, the guy whose daughter they kidnapped, we never even see that. I know. I mean. We haven't seen that flare up yet. They I mean, really kind did. Of with, you kind of, because like, apparently every, everywhere in that part of Mexico, someone's in the cartel. Yes. Yeah. Or connected. So like, every little truck on the road can kill you. Yeah. But, uh, so there's definitely some sort of like, clashing going on. Yeah. But it's like, far removed from the main story. Yeah. For what we're told is like, you're going to kidnap this girl, you're going to start a cartel war. We don't see really any of it, really. Um, I think that's what makes the movie so cool. It's very, like, it's a big military operation, what they're doing, but it just feels so close and small. And, like, they start a war between these cartels. All we ever see is how it affects these guys. Yeah. And really, it's just the convoy. And once that happens, they're just like, all right, mission aborted. And now we just see how that affects uh, Alejandro and then in return for Spad. Yeah, I like to see a third one of this. Me too. Um, Taylor Sheridan, he writes these movies. He also wrote uh, Hell or High Water and Wind River. Uh, he likes to say that he writes modern day westerns and that he considers all his all these modern day westerns. I agree with that. I agree. 100%. And I think they're awesome. Yeah. Every single one of those movies. They are so good. They do kind of have, um, yeah, they're not these big action buildings exploding. They're just like intense personal stories that you're invested in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'd, I'd like to see him do more. Maybe he directs it. He directed uh, Wind River. Maybe, maybe he, he does the third one. Calls it uh, something cool that starts with an S. Mario Sadato. I don't know if it's writing or directing. Yeah. But in all these movies we just mentioned, yeah, there are some dynamite, realistic gunfights. Yeah. When River had a really cool gunfight, like I, they're not. Water had a good. I mean, yeah, they're not. Um, I've never been in a gunfight. It's always just you know knives. But as much as I get, you know, thr- uh, <laughs> never been a gunfight, but done some knife fighting. Th- done some knife fighting. It's always been like uh, beat it style, you know, tie your hands together, kind of knife each other. But yeah, these aren't um, shoot them out like Transformers guys. Straight, like they're very intent. I, every gunfight is quick. Yeah, I mean, I, I put a timer to all of these. Like they're over in fifteen they seconds. Don't last very like long. Yeah, uh, a lot of missing. Yeah, like I feel like they're realistic. 
Because, like, shooting a handgun is, like, the hardest thing in the world to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, you watch Walking Dead, and every one of those motherfuckers can can brain a fucking zombie from 100 yards with a handgun. Yeah. Super unrealistic and stupid. But when you have a gunfight, to me, when there's a lot of shooting and a lot of people not getting hit, that's a realistic gunfight. And then they're over quick. Mm-hmm. Because, one, you run out of ammo really quick. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you see when they're out. Uh, I was, so I was, I watched Sicario Dia Soldado, and then I went back and re- rewatched Sicario with a friend, and uh, the bridge scene was coming up. And I remember, I was like, this scene is, like, this scene's the shit. It's so intense. And it was. That scene's awesome. It's over in 10 seconds. Yeah. It's so fast how it goes. Like, I, I, the way I remember, I was like, oh yeah, it's like a big shootout on the bridge with like these cartel members. No. They essentially execute these guys on a Honda Civic and then Emily Bunt shoots a guy. Scene over. But it's awesome. And yeah, all, every gunfight in this is just quick. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, Sicario Dea Saldado, did we need it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know I needed it. Right. But then when I saw the preview, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna... Sakari would have been just fine as a yeah. standalone film. It would have. Yeah. It's such a tough question. It is. I, I, I would say, I'm, I'm a, maybe I'll pull a mic where I really enjoy the film, but I'll say we didn't need it. But Soldado's a great film that can also stand on its own. I, I do like that they're, that these are kind of like... You can watch Sicario. You can watch Soldado. You don't have to watch them necessarily no, you in don't. a certain order. No, you do not. They are really like an anthology. Like, yeah. It's very cool. Um, I mean, when that Alejandro... You learn more about Alejandro... In this movie than you do in the first one. Absolutely. Yeah. As a character. Uh, and maybe in the third one you learn more about Matt than you, you do. Uh, you find out why he likes uh, comfortable footwear. <laughs> why he prefers that. Yeah. It's... Uh, but I would say we needed it. In just the sense that we talk about how much there's Star Wars, how much Avengers there are. Um, I'm glad there's movies like these. Yeah. I didn't know I needed it either. The way that you said when they're like... I, I almost thought it was like when they made a sequel, I was like... I can make a sequel of that. <laughs> I, know, I was like, look at these other movies that are kind of related. Like, Hell High Water. I was like, do we need a sequel to Hell High Water? No. But if there was one, would I watch it? And it was just as good? Yeah, I'd watch that. I just don't <laughs> know I need it yet. I don't know that I need Chris Pine bank robber more of that. Right. Or even like uh, Dennis Villanueva, like, Prisoners, I think is a really good movie. I don't know if I need a sequel to it. But if they're like, his other daughter gets kidnapped. <laughs> you gotta see what happens. I'm like, we're off to it up. See what happens. Um, yeah. So, all right. Dale Soldado. Good summer. It's a good change of pace of what is out in theaters now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, watch it. It should be on Redbox in like two weeks. Yeah, you might be able to catch it still if you're listening yeah. soon. We almost hit it. I I, 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 mean, I tracked these. You know, So, it opened number third in, in box offices. Um, oh, I'm, I'm looking at... Uh, no, never mind. It was number third. Uh, Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, number one. Incredibles 2. Number two, so then there's Sicario de Sedata, number three. Number four, this would throws up my, uh, I want a top five of all sequels or remakes. Number four, Uncle Drew. Uh, Original concept based off a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> I, in my heart, I can't count it as a sequel. Uh, number five, Ocean's Eight. So we were so close. Almost had it. We were so close. Uh, it's going to happen. One day we're going to do this thing. It's like all five movies were a sequel to some other movie. Yeah. And it just happened in July. You know, summer, summer block, summer Memorial Weekend, big time for movies. All five of them were sequels to a, to a different movie. It is going to happen. Yeah. We're going to celebrate. 
that happens. We're putting like a noise popper sounds or like the yeah. We'll get some sparklers, sparklers, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It happened. All all five <laughs> box office movies were sequels. Um, yeah. If you want to talk Sicario, Mike and I will talk Sicario all day. Soldado. All day. Yeah. I still got fish last fifteen. I'm just gonna so. start referring to this as Soldado. Yeah. I like uh, Sicario Dan Soldado when referring to this movie because that's what they chose. <laughs> I would be totally fine. I would prefer if it was you watch Sicario, watch Soldado, but they didn't go that route. So I always refer to this movie as Sicario Dan Soldado. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah, you can just shorthand <laughs> Soldado. Have you seen Soldado? I watched Soldado last night. It was still holds up. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe, review. You write a review and you say, hey, I questioned uh, this part of the, the movie. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Yeah, we just like talking uh, Benicio del Toro. Love Benicio. Yeah. Josh Brolin killing it. Hell of a summer, man. Yeah. Hell of a summer. Does he have any... He, just put pop up something before before the summer's over. He's probably he's probably like a voice in some Disney yeah. animated movie next that's gonna be amazing. I don't know. He's got all things kind yeah. of things going on. Uh, so that's it for this week. Next week we're we're doing it. Vegas vacation. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, uh, I think in honor of Mark's Vegas vacation, yeah. we should watch Vegas vacation. Vegas vacation. Maybe maybe uh, I'll learn some tips. Get some good luck. You can watch it on the plane. No, no, we'll do it before. Before you go. Before I go. Because it's next Wednesday, I leave the following. That's good. You get some good gambling tips. Yeah. Put a quarter in, win a car. Put a quarter in, win a car. (laughs) I read that part. (laughs) So we'll be back next week with Vegas Vacation. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel remakes. Don't join the cartels. They're bad. Good luck. Luck doesn't live on this side of the border.